Hello, and welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today we're going to be continuing with this theme regarding global warming and climate change. You could call it climate health, and looking at the causes and looking at the solutions. Why do I keep bringing this up? Because I have to keep bringing it up because it's no doubt the most pressing issue facing our species today. Just the most precious, important subject. All injustices are so important. All inequities are so important. But underlying it all, if we don't have a habitat and food, and water, and air, and all that that sustains life, we ain't got nothing to talk about. So this is why this is always an important subject. Of course, it's not the only one we deal with here at A Better World, but how do I put it? It eclipses, no pun intended, so many of the other subjects. Other subjects, you could say, are a subset of this very Uh, seminal subject. So today I have invited to join us the co-founder of the Pachamama Alliance, who we had on some years back, oh my, really, going back 2008 with the release of her book at that time, The Soul of Money, Lynn Twist. She is a formidable woman with a distinguished career as a global visionary, a thought leader, having played significant roles in the development of the Hunger Project, which came out of EST, and later on known as the Forum, and later on from that known as the Landmark Forum. And she is a co-founder of the Pachamama Alliance with her husband, Bill Twist, who's been a guest on our show several times, and Tracy Apple, and a few others who are near and dear to the twists back at that time. John Perkins as well, the author of Confessions of an Economic Hitman. And she is also the sole, the founder, uh, not the sole founder, but a founder of the Soul of Money Institute. For more than 40 years, Lynn Twist has been a recognized visionary, as said, committed to alleviating poverty, ending world hunger, and supporting social justice as well as environmental sustainability. From working with Mother Teresa in Calcutta to the refugee camps in Ethiopia and the threatened rainforests of the Amazon, as well as guiding the philanthropy of some of the world's wealthiest families, Lynn's on-the-ground work has brought together a deep understanding of people's relationship with money. Her breadth of knowledge and experience has had her, has led her to some profound insights into the social tapestry of the world and the historical landscape of the times in which we currently live. So that is some introduction to today's guest as soon as she was were to call in, that is, and that should be momentarily. We've actually had some communication problems, uh, technically, that is, not personally, technically with our uh, systems, so email, et cetera. So I do expect that she will be calling in uh, shortly. But in the meantime... It is important to say and let you all know, here she is now, that we are having a very important event here in New York City in the Big Apple called Drawdown, and you've heard me make reference to this. You can get more information at our website at www.abetterworld.tv. It's on September 24th at the Society for Ethical Culture, It's only $10 a person, so buy a bunch of tickets for your friends and family and colleagues because they're going fast. We actually don't have that many left at all. And Lynn Twist, who just called in, will be one of our panelists, and it will be moderated 
by Bill McKibben of 350.org. Lynn Twist, welcome back to A Better World. A pleasure to have you. Uh, hi, thank you, Mitchell. <laughs> wonderful to be back with you on this wonderful program. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. It's so great to have you again. It's been a long while. It's actually going back, Lynn, to 2008. <clears throat> You've had oh, your colleagues yeah. on and your husband, but... Uh, this is the first time in um, a number of oh my god that's ten years already. Holy cow! My God, we we're we're wow that's uh, <laughs> that's exciting. amazing. Well, let's not <laughs> waste so let's not wait so long next time. So absolutely, I, absolutely. I, I gave I gave an introduction on you, uh, and you know it's so so impressive the accomplishments you have realized, the values that you stand for, the work that you have done, and the ideas that you put forth in the world that have so beautifully taken root all the way across the world from India to Ethiopia to the Ecuadorian uh, Amazon. And would you please tell us a little bit about the Pachamama Alliance and then its relationship with the Drawdown Project? Oh, thank you, Mitchell. Well, uh, the Pachamama Alliance, first of all, the word Pachamama means Mother Earth. It's a Quechua word, and the Quechua uh, language comes from the Quechua people who are the largest indigenous group on Earth, actually. Um, that language is spoken all through South America and Central America by many of the Quechua tribes. And um, that word Pachamama actually means the earth, the sky, the universe, and all time. And the Pachamama Alliance is an alliance between the indigenous peoples of the Amazon rainforest and conscious, committed people in the modern world, like all of you listening, for the sustainability of life itself. And um, we're very fortunate to have Beautiful. been called by an uncontacted tribe in the Amazon many years ago to have first contact with them. And out of that, this project was born. And that work has spread all the way through the um, sacred headwaters region of the Amazon to support and empower the indigenous people there to protect their land and territories because they're the natural custodians of these forests on which our lives depend. And also they've challenged us to change the dream of the modern world, which is a big assignment, <laughs> but that's right, what your so. radio program does. <laughs> that's what you're that's all about. That's right. It's true. And so, <laughs> Very true. So we deliver educational and transmissional programs that are designed to change the dream of the modern world or shift people's relationships with themselves, the long-term future of life, and the natural world in a way that we become more deeply engaged as global citizens in making this world the world we want it to be. And um, just one more statement about Pachamama Alliance, our overarching mission really is to empower the indigenous peoples of the sacred headwaters of the Amazon and taking the lessons learned from that profound work and bring forth an environmentally sustainable, spiritually fulfilling, socially just human presence on this planet. So um, I can certainly talk yes. about our relationship with Drawdown, but let me just stop and, and see if that's uh, what you wanted to hear or what enough to say yes. about Pachamama Lines. Oh, it's very right. beautiful, and I think it's very important. I so appreciate the, the underlying theme, and I embrace it essentially as the same theme as A Better World. I, I just was not able to articulate it as beautifully of, as all of you have at Pachamama, but I have <laughs> it plastered on my website, and, uh, you know, we really do so support the work of Pachamama Alliance, and, uh, of mm. course, I and A Better World are part of it, part of the uh, New York group, as you know, Lynn, and have been for many years. I feel so strongly about the work of Pachamama. I wanted yeah, to ask thank you, you for though, that. Oh, of course. Uh, I did want to ask you, when you said that the Headwaters was responsible for our, our life on Earth, are you referring to the Headwaters themselves, or are you referring to the 
Amazon as one of the two lungs of our planet providing the massive quantities of oxygen, even though it's generated there in the rainforest, even for our lungs here in North America, or both? Well, yes, I, I am referring to all of the uh, uh, what you referred to. Um, in particular, first of all, the Amazon rainforest, which most people aren't aware, or I wasn't until we really looked into this, is larger than the United States. It um, is the largest freshwater source on Earth, and it mm. is a huge part of the lungs of the planet, along with our oceans. And um, it's really, really an important uh, thing to know that this ecosystem, which is so large and so important, also provides something called the flying rivers, which is the mist or the columns of vapor that rises up every day from the Amazon rainforest and um, actually is has as much water in that mist, in that vapor, in what are called the flying rivers now, as the as in the thousands of of rivers that make up the Amazon system, even more water goes up into the atmosphere. Um, one mature tree emits a thousand liters of water every single day, and so new um, research has shown that this these flying rivers are a huge part of the source of the entire climate system, almost like a rain machine that moves yeah. all across South America, but also then is moved up by the trade winds to our part of the world, if you're in North America, and moves all the way around the world. So the Amazon is not only the lungs of the planet or part of the lungs of the planet, a very important part of that. It's also yeah. the vascular heart of the planet and um, providing this amazing... Absolutely. Um, nutrients through the water supply, both in the water um, that goes through the rivers and that comes up into this mist. And the sacred headwaters is a region in southern Ecuador and northern Peru that is the source of the entire Amazon system. So the Amazon system is the source of our global climate system. NASA has acknowledged that now and the IPCC, um, mm -hmm. IPCC as well as um, other very august, important scientific bodies, and the sacred mm -hmm. headwaters is the source of the Amazon. So we're so fortunate at Pachamama Lions to be working at the source of the source of what makes yeah. life possible. <clears throat> that is so interesting, Lynn. I did not ever know about the flying rivers, but, you know, the ecosystem that Pachamama has given us, which, by the way, I like to also bring forward to people who may know the word Gaia, uh, that comes to us from Lovelock, or it's attributed to. And that is that all-embracing idea from the ancient Greek of the feminine principle of the earth herself from which we get the G-E-O, sort of as in geology, and that, that root. And uh, it actually refers to all of creation. So I think that that's rather equivalent, is it? then to Pachamama? Yes. I think so. Yeah. That, I think that's a wonderful way to look at it, yes. Yes, okay. I draw that equivalent because that way we're speaking to everybody in North America, South America, Europe, and on, you know. So it's uh, a way of understanding the notion, uh, which is much bigger than, well, the way most people conceive of the earth. It's it's such a large idea. Now, talking about large ideas, if I'm not mistaken, at this point, uh, the Pachamama Alliance has gotten into, well, just tell us, how many countries are you operating in now? Well, our, our, our educational transformational programs, which includes the Awakening and Dreamer Symposium and then the business version of that called the Awakener, um, yeah. and the online course, uh, the Awakening and Dreamer the course, along with mm. the Game Changer Intensive, which is an online follow-on eight-week course, and then now Drawdown, which I'll talk about in a moment. These yeah. courses, um, or some version of all of them, have reached um, 82 countries through a giant volunteer network of people just like you, Mitch, who lead yeah. them at no, yeah. uh, at no cost. Uh, do it as a volunteer, right. but are so passionately committed to educating and enlightening and awakening people that they lead these courses in, 
you know, faraway places from the United States like Ghana or Senegal or India, as well as Australia and New Zealand and all over Europe and all over South America. So if we, if we, if our count is accurate, um, you know, from Korea to Chile, it's 82 countries now where these programs are available in about 16 languages. <laughs> My God, that's just extraordinary what you have built here. You and Bill and Tracy and the entire Pachamama team. And uh, in fact, I'll be out by you uh, as of tomorrow. I'll be out for the uh, Global Climate Summit on climate change. Oh, and um, wonderful! I'll be in wonderful. the uh, Presidio tomorrow night. So for some gathering of some sort. So I'll, I'll stop by and say hello. Um, yeah, I'm, I just want to remark for a moment here, Lynn, on what you have established since the early to mid-90s here. It's very much, folks, an educational forum. And as Lynn said, it's free of cost. Donations, by the way, always welcomed. But everything is made available for free. So anyone and everyone can afford that. And if one feels moved to participate financially, as I said, it's always welcome. It's always a good thing because it helps keep the wheels of operation turning. But the idea is that everyone needs to be awakened. And, yes, it's true. I've been facilitating the Awakening the Dreamer and the Game Changer intensives for some years now, and it's uh, a work of love and a labor of love. It's not a labor. It's uh, it's a gift to be able to share this space with so many people. And as a result, then, so many people across the planet are really getting the message of the integral nature, if you will, of dealing with issues regarding climate change and the mind that created the society in which we currently live that generates both the problems and the solutions that we need at this point in our time. You would like to uh, comment on that? Yes, I think our 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 work um, in particular helps people reframe or recontextualize or rethink or re-see. Yeah. That's another way of uh, defining the word respect is to re-see their yeah, relationship with right. the world in which they live and the, and the responsibility that we hold as individuals who are alive at this time to really address these giant, giant issues. And they wouldn't be here if we weren't able to address them. Um, you know, sometimes it seems overwhelming and way bigger than us, but at the same time, um, this is happening uh, in a way that is having the human species, you could say, rise to another level of our development and maturity. Just like in, yes. in life, when you fa face a huge challenge, you know, I, I'm sure some of the people listening have had a, a bout with cancer or um, had a, mm -hmm. a, an illness that was difficult to, to um, get by or get through or a divorce or yeah. a, a disappointment and losing a job. Often these things that, are, that look so terrible become that which strengthens us, which teaches us what we need to learn, which opens our hearts in a way that maybe other things don't. And so in, in many ways, what's happening on this planet, the challenges we're facing, which are so gigantic, they aren't bigger mm -hmm. than us. And they call for us to be great. And that's one of the things that Pachamama Alliance does is it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a space of possibility. It's a space of a call. It's a space um, inviting people to be uh, bolder, bigger, greater, more courageous than they might have been. And so that's one of the things that we provide, uh, a kind of a beacon of possibility for people to step into their own greatness. And I think we're, mm. we're, you know, we're really committed to doing that for our entire human race because we need to yeah. be, um, we need to be bolder, stronger, more resilient, more responsible. And it's not going to happen through government. Um, the governments um, uh, have, have, you know, their hands full and they're doing what they're doing, but it's up to us. It's really up to the citizens it, of the it, world. It's up to you and me. It's up to the people listening to this program. It really is beautifully put, Lynn, as always, beautifully put, truly. So appreciate it. Now, Pachamama, in its next evolutionary step, has embraced 
some of the work of our dear Paul Hawken, who has been on this path for a long, long time, and I've been a fan of his forever, uh, with the Ecology of Commerce and all of his writings since then, the last of which is Drawdown, the most comprehensive plan to reverse, reverse, that is, global warming. And uh, so that is the basis of our event, folks, on September 24th here in New York City, the Drawdown event. Lynn Twist will be one of the panelists. Catherine Wilkinson, who we had on just last week, will be one of the panelists. Bill McKibben will be the moderator. It's at the Society for Ethical Culture. And we don't even actually have that many more tickets. So uh, please go to abetterworld.tv, and you'll see it, and you can click on it and order some tickets and uh, come and be part of the solution. Uh, but when I was talking about the next evolutionary step, Lynn, for Pachamama, it's that you are now collaborating with the Drawdown Project. Could you? Well, the Drawdown Project, the Drawdown Initiative, the Drawdown, uh, the Drawdown almost revelation, I'll call it, is key <laughs> to, I think, everyone yeah. who's alive today, but certainly for Pachamama Alliance. As I said earlier, we're, we're, we're you know, all about creating possibilities for people and lifting them out of resignation. And when Paul and his colleagues uh, did the research that they've done over the last four to six years with over 200 experts, and that, um, that research is continuing to grow and deepen even, um, and they established that it is possible to reverse global warming, to not only uh, slow it down or mitigate it or try to stop it, but we can reverse it, actually totally and completely reverse it. We created global warming and we can reverse it. And by the way, yeah. um, uncreated, if colleagues, you will, right? Yeah. Yes, uncreated, exactly. And um, Paul and his colleagues uh, use the term global warming rather than climate change because climate change is natural. The climate is always changing. That's part of what happens on planet Earth. But global yeah. warming is what is un, um, uh, which is unnatural, which is human created. And given that we created it, we can reverse it. And Paul's book, Drawdown, and the initiative all around it, is really a movement to awaken us all to um, realize that we can turn it around. And Pachamama Alliance, given our role, the, the way we are able to work with people's resignation or hopelessness and turn it into possibility and action, we are an ally, um, and we think a very appropriate ally for the Drawdown message to get it out. And we're delivering courses around Drawdown. There'll be one in New York that uh, starts soon after the Drawdown event on the 24th in, in <laughs> September. Um, and we'll announce that when we're there. Um, and we yes. do courses all over the United States, introductions to Drawdown, and then a four-part Drawdown course, which allows people to really get deeply into, the, into that message and realize what their role is, what solution uh, is theirs to, to begin to work on or to continue working on or to expand. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's time to go from the education of how bad the situation is that we have caused. That's anthropogenic. That is, as you well put it, the distinction between global warming, which is us doing, and climate change, which is au natural, and it's been happening for billions of years. I mean, that's the nature of reality on the planet and in the universe. As the Chinese said, the only constant is change itself, and it's always happening. But we, as we know, Lynn, have accelerated. We have vastly and dramatically and excessively sped up the process through dumping untold amounts of CO2 into the atmosphere, methane into the atmosphere, and apparently there are some 42 or so other greenhouse gases that through the wheels of industry turning as they have without the principle of zero waste or no carbon footprint as part of that machinery, we're dealing with this really extreme situation. In fact, I mean, are you uh, talking about some of the extremeness? Because the extremeness actually shows up almost on a weekly basis. For instance, it's just come to my attention how severe the ice melt is 
in the Arctic. And it's so mm-hmm. dramatic beyond the uh, software, uh, you know, predictive models that, you know, even the most conservative of scientists are shrugging their shoulders now. The permafrost in Siberia is, is not even freezing during winter. So these are telltale signs of how far we have gone in passing certain tipping points. So how do you reckon with that, dear Lynn? Well, what is our answer? Well, first of all, it is a crisis of the, a magnitude that no generation has ever faced before. And yeah. um, when when we really face it, uh, which is a lot of what Pachamama Alliance's programs are about, it, it's first at first overwhelming and horrifying and uh, guilt and shame actually does come up for most people, not everybody. But uh, yes. but once we get through that and realize that it's not that we're flawed as a species, and this is an important part of the Awakening Dreamer Symposium message, we're not flawed as a species. We are mistaken. We're mistaken. We, um, we've misunderstood our role in the universe. We've not been responsible for our own power. And mm. all of that is correctable. That's correctable. It's not yes. like we're flawed, like we're bad or wrong or evil. No. Or that we we're have mistaken. sinned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're mistaken. And that is correctable. And it's also powerful to discover that we are the source of the problem. You know, it's, it, it doesn't make you feel mm-hmm. so good uh, when you find that out in the first moment. That's where the moment, guilt and shame feel, may come in, right? right. But yeah. when you complete that, when you get through that, when you let it go, then you realize, oh, that is really powerful information because that means we can resolve it. If we created it, we can turn it around. So one of the beautiful ways that Paul Hawken talks about this is he says that uh, global warming is not happening to us the way we think and that, that we're victims of something overwhelming, something horrific that we're the victims of. No, it's happening for us. It's happening for us to really realize our role in the universe. And in one uh, talk that Paul had with some of us at Pachamama Lines, he said, you know, the system's working perfectly. It's working perfectly. It's giving us the feedback that's so poignant, so strong, so deep, Mm. so profound, that it actually is the feedback we need as a human species to make the kind of gigantic and beautiful changes that are ours to make. And so it's giving us that, um, you know, talk about a wake-up call. This is a big, big wake-up call. And in many ways calls it perfect feedback at the level it needs to be coming to us so that we can uh, rise to the next level of our own evolution as a species. And if we look at it that way, it's a gift. I remember in one um, conversation we had with Paul, he said, People ask him what he's grateful for, and then he, his answer is global warming. He's grateful for global warming, if you can imagine, yeah. because yes. it is yeah. the system working perfectly, um, alerting the species that's off course, uh, how off course it is so that we can get back on course. It really is a beautiful way of framing the whole, the whole subject and framing our lives not short of that it really is it's uh who are we and you called it a a mis you know we've been mistaken you could also say lynn that it's a a case of mistaken identity you know that we didn't really know who we were in this like little Mm -hmm. children who muck things up and they have no idea that they've just splattered paint on the wall and crayons and the like and eventually somebody's going to have to clean it up and if they're around long enough it's going to be the parents who make them clean it up and they're going to say Mm -hmm. oh my gosh look at the mess i've made isn't it time to turn this around you know and uh, it just seems like right we're we're those unruly children who are learning our lessons and I love that notion of uh, perfect feedback because it's as though the ecosystem, Mother Nature, is so perfected in so many ways in how she balances everything out that we're being really kind of a shaken down in a way uh, to see that our actions have consequences, both the so-called mm-hmm. negative actions as well as the positive. 
And that's something mm-hmm. really to be grateful for. Mm, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, one other wonderful quote from Paul Hawken that I love, it's so many people um, who are in resignation about global warming and, you know, just kind of freaked out by the magnitude of it, uh, yeah. think that it's game over. And Paul says, it's not game over, oh, yeah. it's game on. It's game on. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. And the other thing that we say in Pachamama Alliance that I think it's important to establish on this beautiful program that you have, um, Mitchell, is that, um, you. you know, it's a big responsibility to be alive at this time in history, but what it really gives us the opportunity to, to see is that the actions we take every day, the decisions we make, impact the future of life for a thousand years. And when you really get that, when you really start letting that in, Rather than overwhelm you, it ennobles you. It makes you realize what a difference you can make with the decisions you're making, what, uh, what a noble life you can live, what uh, yeah. an incredible opportunity it is to be alive at a time when we can create such meaning uh, in our lives that, um, that, that we really can impact the long-term future. So beautiful time to be alive. It's challenging, yes, uh, but it's beautiful. It's remarkable. It's deep, it's profound, um, and, and it's, it's, it's a, a time of enormous, enormous courage, transformation, evolution, um, and love. Oh, God. Sign me up. <laughs> Where do I go? Where do I sign? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm playing and I'm serious. I'm, <clears throat> I really agree with you wholeheartedly, and these are the kinds of messages that uh, I broadcast. It's true, Lynn, on A Better World Radio and TV and through our newsletter and the like and through my teaching, etc., and work with people because it is a time when people like us need to uplift those people who are feeling uh, down in the mouth about about what's going on here. And there's truly a lot to be said about it. I think it, it's an extremely, not only legitimate, it's an appropriate reaction to the damage we have done and the damage we have done to each other. I mean, one of the things I have to say that I love about Pachamama Alliance is in the, in the shaping of the uh, programs. There's this intimate relationship that you have brought together of our relationship with Earth and what we do to generate uh, profit at any cost and what we do to each other, uh, the social, economic, and political injustice that that relationship with the Earth breeds, if you want to look at it that way. You know, it kind mm-hmm. of circular. Yes. But you know, this is something where you have brought together all of the types of injustices that go on and all those things that, that borrow, if you will, on our hearts and provide a kind of context in which we can be made whole. And I think that's one of the community building powers of Pachamama that is beyond other organizations that I've, uh, I've dealt with, quite honestly. Well, I think our, our um, it's our contribution. Does that resonate um, with you in terms of your experience with being in the role that you are with Pachamama and having seen so many groups spread throughout the world? That kind of community I, yes, building uh, sensibility? Yeah, I do think we have a unique uh, contribution to make. Um, you know, every single organization, every single entity, every single dimension of the great tapestry of life is important. It's, it's all... Yeah. It's all super useful. Um, and so Pachamama Alliance does provide something very special, I think very unique. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that it makes my heart sing. It's not better or worse yeah. than other organizations, but we do have a role to play that um, other organizations find um, helpful to them because we empower people to be engaged in uh, committed, inspired action rather than being victims we empower people to take responsibility. We empower people to um, see the world as something that they can be uh, play a significant role and make a difference in. And that's helpful to every organization. Often the Pachamama volunteers like, like you, Mitch, and the people that you touch so deeply um, choose to get involved with, 
with Citizen Climate Lobby or move to amend the Constitution or they end up running for office. So our contribution is enlightened, inspired, committed people in action. And um, yeah. and that's a, a role we play. I think it's unique. I think it's important. And I think um, yes. it, it benefits everyone. I think it's a beautiful way of putting it. And some of the people that uh, I have had as students through Pachamama Lin and some of my own uh, clients and students in the other work that I do in healing and coaching uh, have also gone on some of the wonderful trips to the Amazon and elsewhere that are offered through Pachamama. And that's been very, very um, gratifying to me that people I know have been that inspired to go that extra step. Maybe you could just say a word or two, would you, about uh, about the trips that are led down into the Amazon? Yes, we have a whole program called the Journey Program, and it's on our website, Pachamama.org. You can just click on Journeys and you'll learn all about it. We do about 10 to 12, sometimes 14 trips a year um, to the Ecuadorian and Peruvian Amazon and, um, and some uh, limited trips here in the United States to New Mexico with some indigenous um, leaders yeah. in this part of the world. And the, yeah. the trips are, are real pilgrimages to the, what we consider to be the heart of the world. Some people might call it the middle of nowhere. We call it the heart of everywhere. And it, yeah. you get the opportunity to um, live with and learn from indigenous people who are completely intact in their traditions, who have a, a profound relationship with one another, the natural world, and their kin, which is every living thing, plants and animal, animals. Mm. And the, the trips are life-changing. There's encounters with shamans and elders um, and uh, and all kinds of experiences which are kind of outside of our comfort zone sometimes, but um, right in the heart of uh, rediscovering who we are. So the journeys are miraculous. They're mystical and magical. They're, um, they're simply extraordinary. And I invite all of the people listening to consider um, joining us on one of our Pachamama journeys. Mm, that's so beautiful. And if you would say a couple of words of what is it that you're uh, – walking into here in the Big Apple in just a couple of weeks um, <clears throat> with our Drawdown event. What are you expecting? Could you just share a little bit about it? Well, the Drawdown event, which is taking place at the Ethical Society on September 24th at 6.30. I know you already said that, but I'll say it again because I think That's okay. I heard this morning that there's room for 800 people and uh, the ticket sales are, are approaching uh, that number. So we just really want yes. it to be packed. And um, there'll be, it'll be a, a, a couple of hours of really important content. Uh, first of all, we, we were lucky enough to secure this beautiful, amazing choir that's going to open for us. And uh, they're, they're fantastic. I, I heard mm. you um, sing and they're just fantastic. Oh, really? Um, uh -huh. And then, yeah, they're actually, it's a wonderful beautiful. group that's they, this from the Sesame Street workshop employees, they have their own choir. Oh, and yes. when we went to check out the Ethical Society, they were practicing, and we talked them into coming back for our event. So, ah, um, and Bill McKibben nice. will be there, who's head of 350.org. Um, Chad Frischman, who's uh, who's the research director of Drawdown. Catherine Wilkinson, yes. who wrote the book Drawdown with Paul Hawken. And then some of the luminaries from New York, um, the sustainability office, officer for the Jonathan Rose Company, which builds affordable housing all over the United States, uh, mm -hmm. uh, people working on urban gardens, uh, one of the leaders of that, and uh, someone working with oh, the yeah. mayor's office on sustainability. So it'll be a very content-rich and context-inspiring gathering of 800 people at the Ethical Society. We'll also show um, a little film at the end that's one of my favorite films that Pachamama has just made, uh, really giving uh -huh. people five reasons to be optimistic, future of life. So it should be uh, inspiring, informative, provocative, um, and, um, and a, a do-not-miss event. I love it. I love it. You know, Lynn, one of the points that I make to my clients and my students about, and, uh, you know, listeners, is that 
when we all are together in a group, it's, it's nice to be physically available with each other, although it can happen online as well. But when we're in a group, we're generating thoughts, and we're all together listening to and experiencing the thoughts together. And it creates, you know, what Rupert Sheldrake, the great British uh, biologist, called morphogenetic fields. And it takes on an energy of its own and a life of its own. And it's sort of like when everybody is educated together, we can then step out into the world together because we're all on the same page. And I mm-hmm. consider that that is more powerful a way to kind of gather the troops, so to speak, and make a difference as a collective than someone, even though it's fantastic to sit in one's own living room and read a book and get inspired. I think that's fantastic. The power of the individual is awesome. But the power of community is unparalleled. And I feel that what we're offering on September 24th is one of those opportunities to be part of something that's larger than ourselves and to plug in, if you will, to that higher level of energy field that we all want to participate in. Yeah, I really I agree with you, Mitch. That's, yeah, that's a great, um, a great kind of um, reminder that it's, it's also very consistent with indigenous wisdom. Indigenous people don't yes, individuate exactly. the way we do. They, um, they hold the ethic and the good of the community as the highest good. And then within mm. that, everyone is taken care of. And, you know, we can really learn from them in that way because we individuate so much and sometimes at the expense of each other. Whereas when we're in community, when we're collaborating, when we're in partnership, when we're working together, miracles occur. And it's much more fun, much more fun. And I I also feel that the more digital we get, the more ritual we need. And by that I mean... Oh, the more digital we get, often the more lonely we, we are kind of physically. And yes. the rituals we need, I think, are the coming together physically as often as we can, the convenings. And this um, ethical society convening is an important part of that, as, along with the Pachamama Alliance communities that are all over the right. United States and the world, where people like you and, and I are working together in person with each other. And then... You know, continuing online, of course, it's so helpful sure. to have our online tools. But coming really together, is. as I as I say, the more dig- digital we get, the more ritual we need, and ritual needs to be done I in like person. That. That's a really good <laughs> phrase, Lynn. That's a very good phrase, and I think it's very true. We really need to. It's a balancing act between our <laughs> digital lives and our in-person, you know, face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, and belly-to-belly, as they say. And uh, this is definitely an opportunity that we're, that we're offering, and Pachamama is doing so all the time, every week, somewhere or another, throughout the, the planet. So, I, Lynn Twist, it's just, uh, I love you so much. I think so highly of your good work over the course of decades at this point. And uh, it's great to count you as a friend and your husband, Bill, it's just beautiful the work that you continue to do, and I love our our collective work together. So thanks so much for well, being a guest today. Thank you so much, Mitch, and thank you for the role you play in Pachamama Alliance and in enlightening people with your program. And always, 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 you are on the job creating a better world. So thank you for that. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So we'll carry on, and I will be seeing you in maybe even in uh, San Francisco in the next couple of days. Are you going to be at the uh, Climate Summit? Yes, yes. We have a lot of Indigenous people staying at our home. We've been already hosting events. We're 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 in the thick of it, right? Already. <laughs> You're in the thick. Well, thank you then, especially so much for popping out of Climate Week to uh, convene with us here at A Better World. And uh, I'll be looking out for you, and I'll be seeing you both soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Lynn. Bye-bye. That was Lynn Twist. Bye-bye now. Lynn Twist of Pachamama Alliance and formerly, as I said at the beginning of the show, The Hunger Project and the founder of the uh, 
Soul of Money Institute. It just goes on and on what she has been up to for so long. And it's just a real pleasure and honor to have her on A Better World again, sharing with us from the depths of her heart her commitment to creating a better world, quite honestly, and uh, utilizing the different means and methods from the Pachamama Alliance to the Soul of Money Institute to the Drawdown Project and uh, actually others that partake and participate and collaborate with Pachamama Alliance to bring together a more awakened and more inspired and more empowered planet, which of course is the work we do here. We dovetail with the Pachamama Alliance so beautifully. And uh, so it's a real joy and pleasure to continue forward with with these uh, friends and colleagues of mine. So I want to just remind you yet again, for those of you who are in the general New York area, I do not expect those who are listening in India. Actually, we have a new following in Taiwan. Ni hao. That's just wonderful. I'm so glad. And Australia and Canada and Mexico and UK. It's just wonderful. South Africa. We've got people listening from all over the world. And that is what we need in order to create a better world. So if you do not yet get our newsletter, please go to www.abetterworldtv and frequent that website. Pay attention, read. There's a lot to read, a lot to digest, and a lot to enjoy there. We announce the uh, weekly radio show, and every Monday evening we have a Better World TV at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in New York City, but you can watch it online. It is webcast through that same website. Go to the upper right-hand corner where it says click to watch, and then just click through. Get there a couple of minutes to 7 in your own respective time zone as it relates to New York time, and uh, get there a few minutes before so you can catch the whole thing. You'll really enjoy it. We do interviews, I do interviews, with the sung and the unsung heroes of society. Also, here at A Better World, we offer various services, coaching, consulting, counseling, from individual to couples to family counseling, and uh, biofeedback, stress management consulting as well. And we have some really interesting projects. In fact, products. We are uh, developing a new website which will have a series of products that you would be able to purchase quite easily, all the way involving personal health and nutrition and um, psychological and mental development and consciousness development, all the way to taking care of your own backyard and seeding it with this very special carbon sequestering type of lawn seed all the way to if you're in charge of any kinds of government operations and need systems, LED lighting for your municipality, for instance, or if you need solar installations or wind turbines or a waste-to-energy system, or wastewater treatment for municipalities, truly. So we go from the micro level of the human being individually all the way to the collectives of living in cities and the systems needed for those. So we operate with a couple of green thumbs, and uh, we are very committed to creating a renewable energy-based economy, not fossil fuel, but green energy, renewable energy-based. And we know this can happen. And one of my colleagues just today sent me a really interesting article about the use of wind turbines and solar in the Sahara that would shift the ecosystem in such a way that it can become like a fertile crescent. Yes, the depths of the desert can uh, made into a fertile ground for farming, 
irrigation, vapor and humidity in the air for the first time in God knows how many thousands of years since desertification. And this is the kind of technology, in fact, we really do have at our fingertips. So uh, I want to invite you all to keep tuning in to a better world because we're really solution-oriented all the way from balancing out one's emotional and psychological lives and creating new perspective all the way to how to heal and balance and sustainably and thrivingly run a municipality, city, or nation, for that matter, with systems in place that are Earth-friendly. So on that note, I want to just thank you all again for joining. I know you have so many places you could put your attention. Also, last, I love hearing from you at mjr at abetterworld.net, mjr at abetterworld.net. That's my direct email, and uh, it's a pleasure to hear from you. Your thoughts, feelings, comments, suggestions, and how much you've enjoyed the shows and which ones you prefer. And that's always helpful, useful feedback and information for me. So on that note, remember we're also a 501c3, a nonprofit. Uh, Donations keep us alive on the air. And uh, for those, again, write to me at abetterworld.tv, MJR, I should say, at abetterworld.net. And uh, most appreciated, most appreciated. In fact, I should really say that I had the extraordinary opportunity a couple of years back to take a workshop with Lynn uh, called Fundraising from the Heart. And she really taught us a thing or two. This woman is one of the greatest fundraisers on the planet. She's raised a few hundred million dollars, if I'm not mistaken, for organizations such as The Hunger Project, helping to bring education um, and fishing rods, by the way, more than fish, but also fish, to the uh, regions of the world that are so in need of food and good nutrition. And on that note, I want to just invite you all to take this radio show and forward it to your friends and family and colleagues in other parts of the world and let them know that the Pachamama Alliance is available everywhere, that the Drawdown Project has partnered with the Pachamama Alliance, A Better World is available for your participation. I do also, by the way, need interns for social media, for video editing, and website maintenance. So please, please uh, send an email and become part of the solution directly. Thanks again. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. (laughs) 